So, you know, the RAND attracting fresh selling pressure in recent sessions and also trading at its worst level against the U.S. dollar for 2017 this morning. What's driving the RAND weakness? Yes, Akina, the RAND has not been performing uh, particularly well, um, especially in recent sessions. And it's currently trading at levels around 14 RAND, uh, 40 just above that level against the U.S. dollar. And uh, last week we saw it lose 1% uh, roughly against the dollar, and that placed the RAND in the position as the performing emerging market currency, if we look at a basket of currencies ranked on, on Bloomberg. Now, um, risk sentiment has been has been quite weak in recent sessions. That's a factor that's been, been driving um, selling pressure on riskier assets such as the RAND, um, and of course leaving the RAND uh, slightly vulnerable in terms of, of global markets. But, of course, we also have domestic factors that are compounding pressure on the currency. And, and these domestic factors include um, political noise flow uh, that continues to feature prominently. And maybe just um, to give an example of what we, we, what we mean when we talk about the, this type of political noise flow, um, newswires are buzzing with rumors that President Zuma plans on announcing a free tertiary education plan. And while, while, while that might sound like a positive to some at face value, um, it needs to be highlighted that, that such a plan would cost the country about uh, 40 billion rand a year. And that is something that the state budget simply cannot afford um, at this time. Uh, we had Finance Minister Guy Garba present the medium-term budget last month. And we saw that we've got a massive shortfall in income revenues. So a plan to announce free tertiary education is simply not viable in the current economic um, environment. And as I mentioned, the state budget is already under significant pressure. We cannot afford um, such ambitions. And fiscal risks are very deeply entrenched. And it's a factor that continues to detract from the RAND. And it's likely um, to continue to detract from the RAND um, through the course of coming trading sessions, especially as we head into those um, credit rating review reports from both Moody's and S&P that are scheduled to be released next week, Friday, um, November the 24th. And then maybe one final uh, point just to touch on that is, uh, you know, also contributing to this vulnerability in the RAND, of course, We've got the December ANC conference that looms large, and it's a development that is very eagerly um, monitored by both local and international players as the outcome of, of the elective conference is seen as potentially having an impact on domestic uh, policy. So this is also a big um, event on the on the radar, and it's something that, that, that could continue to to generate some vulnerability in the currency. That being said, uh, if we look at underlying factors in terms of, of currency drivers, there are still some factors that are aiding to shield the RAND from perhaps selling off more aggressively, such as the relatively tight monetary environment, um, and that's the result of very prudent solid monetary policy. And, of course, the trade account is in a much more balanced uh, position. We have large trade surpluses, and that's also something that's helping to, to shield the RAND. But Nevertheless, the RAND is likely to, to uh, display some, some vulnerability in the short to medium term. Yana, the Reserve Bank Governor Khanyaho uh, also spoke in an interview with Bloomberg on Friday afternoon. But were there any fresh insights regarding uh, monetary policy risks there? Sakina, so, not necessarily any new revelations from the Saab Governor on Friday. However, there were some, some you know, mixed signals, if you want, in terms of... of, of 
the policy situation because on the one hand, the, the governor very rightly pointed out that current conditions offer the Saab much more flexibility from a monetary policy perspective than uh, perhaps where we were three years ago. If, if we consider factors such as inflation, which are now comfortably within the Saab's 3 to 6% target range, if we look at South Africa's external financing position, uh, we measure that by looking at the current account deficit, and that is much smaller than it was a few years ago. So these are factors that suggest that uh, the Saab might have room to, to lower policy um, rates. However, on the flip side, uh, we've got inflation risks, according to the Saab, which are still tilted to the upside. And the, the governor pointed out, uh, you know, is our weakness is something that they're still concerned about. We've got high international oil prices that pose top five risk, risks to inflation. And then, of course, there's also uh, the risk of, of quite significant electricity tariff hikes next year with ESCOM asking for a 19% tariff increase next year. So these are some of the factors that were highlighted by the, the governor as pointing top side risks to inflation. And the Saab is also quite concerned about the political risks that are prevalent in the domestic um, environment ahead of the ANC elective conference in December. So when we, we view all these factors that were mentioned by the Reserve Bank Governor, um, on balance we think that the Saab currently um, holds a neutral to slightly hawkish policy bias, which means that when the Saab meets later this month, there's a very strong probability that interest rates will be kept stable. Uh, we don't see, see room for, for interest rates to be lowered um, in the short term. However, when we move into 2018, um, we might start to consider a risk for some policy easing once again if the outcome of the December elective conference does not generate too much volatility on the local markets, especially in terms of what it means for the RAND, because we think that underlying drivers of inflation suggest that we might still see CPI uh, come in on the softer side through the course of the months ahead, even though we've had this latest bout of our weakness. However, we'd, we'd have to wait and see what happens in, in December, and hopefully it, it plays out in such a way that the Saab might have, have some opportunity to lower interest rates again um, early next year.